So welcome to episode three of Subliminal Thoughts. Uh, today we have Miss Emily Hayden, who I've had the pleasure of knowing for five years. Uh, David's first time meeting her, but I met her through Alpha Elite. And uh, Emily is actually a very successful entrepreneur. She's a seasoned podcast host. Um, so, you know, today we wanted to bring her on to talk about her experiences in entrepreneurship, uh, the risks and, you know, the successes and failures, as well as maybe give some, you know, insight on fitness. Um, that's her specialty, of course. And, uh, yeah. So without further ado, Miss Emily Hayden, please, uh, take us away. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Hello again. Yeah. Very great to meet you. <laughs> yeah. <We good. laughs> I know it's, I'm so excited to be here in your studio is incredible. I Thank love you. the setup. And yeah, let's go ahead and dive in. So I'm Emily Hayden. For those of you that don't know, I am an IFBB Bikini Pro. I started my social media journey back in 2013. <laughs> and that's when I started my Instagram account. I started YouTube in 2000, I think it was 14. Mm -hmm. And that's when I documented my process of becoming an IFBB Pro. Uh, and that was a really cool journey because it was a goal that I had for myself that, you know, a lot of people said couldn't happen. And I was just unwavering in my belief in myself yeah. to get the job done. And I did, and it felt really incredible to accomplish that. I am the host of the Evolve with Emily show. Definitely check it out on all platforms and on YouTube. I'm on episode 220 something right now. That's so crazy. yeah, it's been quite the journey. It's really Goals. cool. Goals. My uh, One of my first episodes was me like at home in my closet recording just on this basic recorder that I had. Oh, cool. About just taking messy action and just starting. And I was like, this is me just starting. And it's probably not great. I don't have a great intro, but I'm just going to start. Right. And I'm going to be consistent and we'll see where this goes. It's ended up being like one of my favorite, most fulfilling things that I do in my life. I am also the founder of Evolve X. So Evolve became my brand uh, back in 2016, or, yeah, 2016, when I realized that I had two choices in life in front of me, evolve or die, I would live with death inside of me, right? Death of my higher self, death of my dreams, my goals, my visions that I know are possible for me, but I was, I had to make a decision that would change everything for me. And so Evolve turned into a YouTube series. That's where it started. That YouTube series turned into a coaching program where I taught other people how to evolve in their lives, which turned into my podcast, turned into my first tattoo, turned into oh, nice. Evolve X. So Evolve has quite literally like evolved into this incredible mm -hmm. fitness life, mindset, nutrition program where people come for 90 days with me and create this entire life transformation. And then they essentially like get their wings and they get to go fly after that. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So, so, so you've actually, you're still doing like a, I should have done more research because it's, <laughs> it's, it's okay. funny because I've, I've seen you for like ever. Oh, really? D just do social media. Like, yeah, you're like, yeah, how does he know me? But I mean, like I've been following <laughs> Daniel for like a long time okay. and the whole athlete scene. Right. So mm -hmm. I, I've known who Emily Hayden was. Mm -hmm. And of course I know Kelvin. So I know like, mm -hmm. like also just like your family or just the sisters. Right. Yeah. So, um, this evolved. So this started, this was like the first thing that kind of started your fitness journey was evolve. No, I was, I started my fitness journey years ago, but I was, Evolve started like my brand. It kind of started my business, gotcha, my entrepreneurial okay. journey, because mm -hmm. before that I felt like I was, you know, I was a competitor. I was sharing my life online. Mm. I may have been categorized as like an influencer. Gotcha. Right? Okay. And so this spawned my entire like purpose and what I do now. So was this pre-meeting Daniel? Mm, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, no. After I started Evolve in 2000, uh, uh, the end of 2016. So okay. we had just met. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so you were like already working with like Alpha Lead at the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you just decided you were involved on all these entrepreneurs. You're like, I need to start doing something for myself. 
It wasn't even that. It's like I went on this own personal growth and development journey. That's awesome. I started growing in my life, opening my mindset, working through limiting beliefs, setting huge goals, going after them. And I saw what mindsets could do for you if you have a limiting mindset versus a growth mm. mindset. 100%. So now it's like a coaching business where you actually take on clients mm -hmm. and take them through a 90-day process to get their wings and kind of take over and do it themselves. Exactly. That's super cool. And we have a graduate program. So when they graduate, they can stay on and be a part of the community because generally they go through this life transformation and they're like, they're hooked. They're like, this is the most incredible thing. I'm a better mom. <clears throat> I'm a better wife. I'm a better boyfriend, you know, husband, dad, whatever yeah. it is. They become such a better individual for themselves, for those people that they love that they want to be a part of it. They want to continue that growth and that development because truthfully, when you start going down that journey, you realize that it just never ends, yeah. which is the beautiful For part. Sure. Like you, there's always more to learn, always yeah. more to grow. It's a life choice that you kind of, mm -hmm. uh, I'm kind of going through that now. I think we're both kind of going through that now where yeah. we've been so focused on business and mm -hmm. you got to find that balance yeah. of life and mindset balance. Mm -hmm. um, and I think me personally, I've seen that take a toll on me this past year of just like developing anxiety and mm -hmm. just kind of falling out of fitness. But I've finally, and I've, my, my sister and my family are very big into fitness. So luckily I kind of have a, a fallback to always kind of guide me down the right path. And, um, it's interesting. Like my sister's had a lot of like gut problems. Mm. So she started like her own, like fitness, um, type coaching program where it's, it's like more of like a holistic approach, Cool. you know? So it's, I mean, I, I know it's probably a little bit different, but it's kind no, of, this, I, I love that. I'm all about yeah. the holistic approach. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's, it's a very, she does a very similar approach of like where she takes people on and kind of teaches them how to do this themselves and mm -hmm. actually live a healthier lifestyle with not just your fitness, but like your mind, mm -hmm. right? And grow as an individual. So yeah, no, I think that's super cool. And I think, uh, I, are you guys running ads? I don't run any ads. Okay. Well, I, I've definitely seen you on an ad for something and probably I don't. Probably first form. Probably first form, yeah, athlete, athlete, icon yeah. meals. I know some other companies have well, used me in some ads. It was for like a coaching, some sort of coaching. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Emily Hayden, but someone's uh. <laughs> I also have been in an ad for a dentist that is not my dentist. And okay. I got so mad. <laughs> I was like, stop pretending that this is your work. It's not. Yeah. Oh, what? That's hilarious. I mean, maybe it's not you, but I'm pretty sure I've seen you somewhere. It might be. And I was like, is she like a coach? Like, I was confused, like what exactly you did. Oh. But I, I knew you were like an influencer, and maybe you were just doing mm. work for a another business. I have no idea. But I, if I, I find like, it, I'll send yeah, it to you. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. send it to me because there may be some things that are being used that shouldn't be. Some cease and desist is coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I talk about the fitness space a lot because that's what we've been involved in for so many years. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, throughout the years, I've spotted two, two kinds of individuals. One is the influencer type where you love to be in the spotlight. Uh, you know, I like to call it like clock chasing, but you know, you're just doing what you're doing to gain popularity. Mm. And then you have the other one where it's like, you just focus on you. You don't really care about being in the spotlight. Mm -hmm. And you know that like your self will be in a self-discovery phase where people will find you in the right people. Mm. So I think what I most admire about you is throughout the five years that I've known you, now it's going on six, but you're, you're that individual that really stays low key. Mm -hmm. Um, what, you know, you're very highly into social media, but you're not like, Hey, tag me, tag me, tag me. You're just like, you're in your own realm and you've obviously gained a lot of success from it. So <clears throat> I guess kind of what I'm saying is like, talk to me about the difference between like a business woman versus mm -hmm. an influencer or a businessman, woman, whatever, versus an influencer, what you've done personally to like grow from that. Yeah. Well, I just started by sharing my journey online. It was a way for me to document what I was personally going through. And I found that what I was sharing was really helping people in a real way. 
Like they were sharing mm-hmm. how such shifts they've made in their mind, even if it was something as simple as their diet. Right. And I share like, oh, this has helped me create a healthier relationship with food. And then I have girls saying like, I'm not binging anymore because I was able to use these tools. Right. So I really realized that what I did made a difference. And that has always been my focus is making a difference in one person's life. And if I make a difference in one person's life, then it's worth it. I don't care about being the most popular person. I've never been the most popular person. I'm not the coolest person. I don't have (laughs) the coolest stuff. You know what I mean? But like, I really care about the quality of people's hearts, even the people that that. I haven't met. That's awesome. Yeah. So like, I think that, you know, where your values are, I think that that really, um, you're able to see it in your content. You're able to see it in the way that you carry yourself and in the way that you do business or don't do business. So for me, I don't care about being the most popular. I do care about being the most impactful. I do care about the people on the other end of the screen being some sort of positive light in their life. You know, so yeah. that's always driven me. And I think that makes the biggest difference between somebody who maybe does things just to chase popularity. Because let's be honest, I'm confident. I have all the assets to build popularity. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Right. You know, I'm a woman in this day yeah. and age. I get that. I could flip that like a switch. Right. Yeah, right, right. I would be yeah. light years ahead of where I'm at popularity yeah. wise. But, right. your, but your morals and values kick in. and Yeah, it's yeah. just it's not where my heart is and it's not who I am. It's not aligned with the highest version of me, yeah. which I'm still seeking to create and cultivate in my life. Love that. Do you find that? Um, I mean, that's awesome for one, but I feel like a lot of influencers in the fitness space especially the females don't have this um seasoned type mature mindset Mm. do you find it hard for you to kind of navigate this specific industry with that type of Mm. mindset yeah that's a really good question yeah that is (laughs) yeah i will say at times at times i struggled i remember first starting in the industry and i would see my friends and certain people do things a certain way And I just, it didn't sit well with me. I was like, it doesn't feel aligned for me. If there's something about it, it doesn't feel right. Having class versus not having class for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Or just kind of what you mentioned, a little bit of like clout chasing. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, someone is doing something or speaking with somebody or meeting with somebody for the purpose of clout, building the most amount of popularity, right? Mm -hmm. Or being the most polar, so polarizing so that they get the most amount of attraction and building drama. And like, I just, it's never been where my heart is. So for me, yeah, I I have found that sometimes it's hard to connect, but what's cool is by being who you are and allowing your values to really direct your life, your friendships. I have created some incredible friendships with people all over the world. Probably more genuine than not. Yes. The most genuine and their friendships that I've now had for like five, six, seven, almost 10 years. Yeah. Like, how dope is that? Now we've done life together. We've gone through breakups. We've moved across the country. They've had babies, Daniel and Point, right? Right. Like, it's just so cool to have these long lasting relationships that have respect and, you know, values and honesty and transparency. And I really value those things so much more than if I hang out with you, am I going to get an extra hundred followers? (laughs) That's amazing. One one of her. Sorry, because I know a lot of people in this industry are not like that. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. they, I mean, yeah. I, I think, I think they do, but they're so caught up in the moment and they're mm. trying to capitalize on immediate gratification. Yeah. Or, or just kind of set themselves up and kind of put their morals and values kind of on the back burner mm-hmm. and say, cause I, I know people that are doing like OnlyFans. I'll just mm-hmm. use OnlyFans for instance, and I have yeah. nothing against it. Yeah. Right. If that's what you want to do, go do it. Mm-hmm. But, um, I know that I'll talk to some of them and they, they don't want to be doing that. And they don't like that, like, 
the, the, the perception that it puts off because everybody kind of has an, a connotation attached to OnlyFans, right? It's like, like the new porn star. Oh, you're yeah. a porn star, you know, or yeah. oh, you, you, know, you sell nudes? Yeah, it's kind of like that. But, I mean, a lot of these girls still have the same morals and values kind of like that you're speaking on, mm -hmm. but they're just kind of stuck in this mm. middle ground of like, well, I can make so much money. Yeah. Maybe mm -hmm. I can like just, I'm still the same person, but people won't know that. Yeah. Mm. You know, but for you, it's kind of cool. You just... Like you said, you have these assets where you could be doing these things, right? But you choose not to. Yeah, yeah we, we, and I, I don't cast any judgment on exactly, anyone. Exactly. And I know you don't either. Yeah. I just, yeah. just want to make that known in my own voice as well that I agree with you. Yeah. Like, 100%. I don't cast judgment on that. And I have a lot of compassion for people that struggle with those decisions. 100%. Like you said, and I have compassion for people who struggle with not feeling aligned, but doing it because they feel they're in a position where they have to, mm -hmm. whether it's finances or a yeah. hardship that they're going through. You know, some people, they're doing what they got to do. And I, I don't really know their life experience, but, you know, I do hope that by living my life this way and showing people what does happen when you can live your life in alignment with your values, that it does pay off. Absolutely. It really does. Yeah. And sometimes not in the moment. Sometimes you go through really difficult things. You go through hard seasons. You go through moments where you have to ask for help, which sucks sometimes, but you come out of it and you'll come out of it with all of your dignity, all of your values and respect and these things that produce just so much life inside of your heart. Yeah, we talk That's about awesome. uh, we talk about hard work and consistency being mm -hmm. the main components of of someone being successful, because I think um, you know an individual you're friends with, uh, probably the first person I ever listened to on a podcast, Andy Frisella, mm -hmm. talks about that he's not talented, mm -hmm. he's not special because no one's special. It all just matters of how much consistency and how hard you work to get to a certain point. Because like you said, you've been doing this since 2013. You know, that's nine years, mm -hmm. and so you know you weren't chasing that finished product. You're still chasing it. You're, mm -hmm. you're still chasing the journey. You're, and that's what you're loving. Mm -hmm. And that's what he's saying. Like one of his, dude, there's like thousands of episodes, <laughs> but it's like, it, it talks about, you know, how consistent you have to be in anything that you do. Cause mm -hmm. then you're always going to fall short if you give up. So absolutely. Yeah. And it's about having this one day at a time mentality. And today is day one and it's the only day. Oh, that's pretty right? awesome. In my Evolve that's X cool. program, I, I really ingrained that mindset in them that today is the only day, the only opportunity. Because when you do that, you light a fire underneath your ass yeah, right. to get up and show up for yourself fully. You don't have tomorrow to get it together. You have to get it together today. You don't have tomorrow to say sorry to your spouse. You have to make things right today, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So that one day mentality I think is really impactful and can help you to start actually taking action yeah. versus just saying, oh, I'm gonna get better. Yeah. So, so speaking of Andy Frisella, mm -hmm. uh, I know that you are an athlete, first, uh -huh. first form. But you've also worked very closely with Andy Frisella. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think, um, you know, both David and I know about Andy Frisella because he's probably one of the most impactful people of mm -hmm. our generation in terms of like if you know him from the fitness space or podcast. So tell us a little bit about like what your experience is and what you've learned from someone like that. Wow. Man, that's a tough job because I have been really lucky to have had him a part of my life since about 2014 or so. So yeah. I've had a lot of years, a lot of conversations, a lot of friendship moments, mentorship moments, just mm -hmm. a lot of things. And I will say he's definitely one of the most impactful people, I would say of this generation, like in the world. Yeah, What he's, he's doing and what he's going to do is something that history books will be written about. And I know that for a fact. Uh, he's been one of the most impactful people in my life as well. Um, you know, something, I, feel, I guess I could share maybe like a few lessons that sure. I feel were yeah. really impactful. Yeah. Um, I remember when I first started like with, you know, first form and stuff, he would always say, 
treat every single follower, treat every single customer, every single listener, like they're the only one that you have and do it to the best of your ability and help them as much as you can. That's the goal. That's the secret. That customer service. Right. Yeah, no, 100%. Right. Because if you think like, oh, I need to get 100 followers and you focus on that or you focus on, oh, I need to get 100 customers for my brand to be successful, you're not going to place severe importance on that one customer, right? So it's really making sure that you do that. Um, I mean, there's so many things that he's taught me over the years. Another thing is just to be fully who you are and do not hold back, like be the fullest expression of you. Cause the truth is people are going to love or hate you one way or another. Yes, and when back. you are who you are, those that like you are going to love you. Like yeah. they're going to love you and they're going to support you and they're going to be there for everything, no matter what the highs and the lows, the times when you make the right decision and when you make the wrong decision and choose to make it better. The ones who hate you, they're going to hate you regardless. They're going to hate you. If you say, I like the color black and they're going to hate you. If you say, I like the color white, right? No matter what, they are going to hate you. So don't worry about that. Be the fullest expression of yourself and surround yourself with people that call that more out of you. And the people that will support that will support that. Amazing. So, art <laughs> so articulate, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, that. that's amazing. Before we went into this whole Andy Fruscello thing, it kind of ties into it, but I feel like a lot of people would like to know, um, have you always been like this? Cause you seem like you're very, like, you know who you are. Mm. Put you, together. You, yeah, you seem very put together, yeah. very strong and like impenetrable. Like you, you know what you mm. want. You know what, what type of people you want to be around. Um, but ultimately, I think you know who you are and what makes you happy. And that keeps you in a very straight line of mm. what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And I think some people might envy that and want to go down that route. And obviously you offer your, your program that kind of can help people get there. Mm -hmm. But have you always been like this? Or has been Andy Fruschella been one of these people that's kind of brought you down this lane? Um, my dad would answer that I've always been this way. Mm. And I say that because I've had my dad on my podcast a few times. Yeah. He's doc for social media. They call him doc. Your dad's cool. a badass, by the way. Right? He's, <laughs> yeah. he's awesome. He's and like super swollen and ripped. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I remember being like seven years old and him waking us up at freaking 6am, which we all hated and giving us character building lessons what? and teaching us things like, That's you know, so cool. speaking your voice and knowing your value and doing the right thing and being honest and being truthful and saying you're sorry, accepting responsibility. I remember all these life lessons from when I was a young girl. So I really believe that my dad really set a lot in my character, but he would also say he has a lot of kids, right? He has seven kids. Oh, wow. Um, he'll also tell you that I really was born with this like determined attitude, right? So just this like gritty, determined, I will fight through the mud for anything. Yeah. yeah. And you know, some kids have that he'll say, and some don't. So I will say that I do have that. And I do believe that's a strength of mine, but I believe that anyone can build it. So anyone at any time can decide, I want more dedication. I want more willpower. I want more grit. And they can build that within themselves. To answer your question, I, I believe that I'm in a point in my life now where yes, I am so sure of who I am. I'm so oh. sure of where my values are. I'm so sure of where I'm going. And I'm very intentional with everything, every single thing that I do, every conversation, every friendship, every meeting. I'm not going to put myself in places, in situations that I don't need to be in or that don't reflect my core values. I will say that it took a lot to get here. And I think when I started down my own personal development journey, I was just like everyone else. I was pretty unconscious mm -hmm. with a lot of my thoughts, actions, behaviors. I wasn't conscious. I wasn't self-aware. So I had to build that self-awareness. I had to build that consciousness and building that little by little and being honest with myself, being able to be like, these are the not so nice, pretty parts about myself allowed me the opportunity to create a change in my life. 
And that's truthfully where I've been able to grow, where I've been able to be confident in who I am. Cause I am who I am. You get yeah. what you get when you see me, you yeah. know, there's no difference. There's no mask. There's no any of that because I, I just think life is way too short. Yeah. I have way too many friends that never made it to their 35th birthday. I don't know why I had the life experience where I've really experienced some crazy things to where now I actually am so thankful because I have this gratitude for life and also this like level of fucks that I don't have anymore <laughs> yeah, to where yeah. I realize that like, I'm going to be fully who I am yeah. and people can take it or leave it. But if I die yeah. on my deathbed tonight, I am not going to care about other people's opinions. Yeah. So I would rather be the fullest expression of me and let out every single thing that is inside of me. I really believe that every single person has incredible gifts and talents inside of them. Some that they don't even know about yet. They're not even aware to yet because they're so unconscious in their patterns. So I believe that if you're here on earth and you have breath inside of your lungs and a beat inside of your chest, you have to chase that with everything inside of you. Cause there's more, there's just so much more than people even realize. Yeah. They yeah. think they know who they are. There's more. That's all I have to say is there's so much more. Wow. Yeah. Well, it sounds amazing. I'm, I'm assuming I'm going to ask you this, but I feel like you have an answer. Do you have like a favorite quote? Oh gosh. Favorite quote. That's so difficult. <laughs> I mean, Zero like, I mean, is, is there something that you constantly <laughs> yeah. tell yourself to keep you motivated and down this path? Um, honestly, the number one thing that motivates me is knowing that I'm going to die. So is time? Death. Yeah, yeah, you just don't know when, though. Yeah, just, I, I, here's just the thing. Just living I, each day to its fullest. Yeah, yeah, like if it's my last day, did I live it in a way where, let's say I get to the gates of heaven or whatever you believe, mm -hmm. am I going to look back and be like, dope? I'm, I'm proud. <laughs> yes. Right? Like, I'm See, proud of that that's day. What I, yeah, so, that's awesome. So I think, like, that's why I live my, my life the way it is now, too. Because yeah. it's like you you when you grow up, right, part of that comes with maturity and mm -hmm. going through bad experiences, right? Because mm -hmm. that's how you kind of pick yourself up. You appreciate time. Yeah, you appreciate time. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, you know, the difference between like mature people, what we see, like you're saying, versus young where they're unconscious. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, part of it is like, you look back and like, damn, I can't believe I was that person. Yeah, because totally. Because it's, it's crazy that like, you get a look back now as a mature, and we talked about this, right? you you go to the gym now, Alpha mm -hmm. Lee Gym, mm -hmm. and you see like the new generation of kids mm -hmm. where you're like, I was once there. Mm -hmm. I, I was that person that like was, you know, growing my business or, mm -hmm. you know, trying to be, you know, someone different because of, you know, what I was chasing, whatever the case may be. And you, you put yourself in the current experience now. It's crazy. I, I'm literally the same way. Mm -hmm. Like, when I was younger, like just two years ago, mm -hmm. I like, I feel like, and David, David and I talked about this yeah, on the first, no, hundred percent on the first episode. Like the I, growth he's had is, I felt mm -hmm. like, you know, and that's why now I don't really do social media, but I've mm -hmm. really felt myself throughout the five years that like, I was almost like a facade. Wow. Really? Yeah. Because it was, like that wasn't but, you. Well, we talked about, it wasn't even like a facade, fugazi facade, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, <laughs> no, it was more of like an ego that he like developed yeah. That, yeah. that he felt like a lot of influencers feel like they have to uphold mm. to keep gaining those followers, to keep their sponsorships or whatever, the, yeah. to be this person. And what he was saying, he's like, dude, Crazy. like this just is not me. Yeah. And it was like exhausting where he was like, he just like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Cause it was like when we, when we're young mm -hmm. and we make a good amount of money more than, you know, an, an average individual mm -hmm. and you start building a lot of things come to you very fast. It's hard to really control what you feel. Yeah. So you get overconfident despite your insecurities mm. and you just like put out this, this image of like you, that isn't you. It's crazy. Now that you're mm. older, you get to see it. You know what I mean? So it is crazy. Like the experiences that you talk about. I, and I always feel like 
you know, because I got I got ass whoopings all the time when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, same. so it's like almost like character building too, you know. But like, <laughs> like that was my character yeah, right? building. So, I had that too. Yeah, a wooden so, paddle. So I feel like you know Stick. that's right. very very uh, you know in line with like entrepreneurship, and I feel like a lot of those things, despite because we used to hate those sessions, and mm-hmm. you see it as like okay, um, I don't care about it, but that's why they always say like entrepreneurs entrepreneurs aren't born; they're made. And, you know, with experiences that come along the way in your life, mm-hmm. you can choose how you want to perceive them, whether you want to grow from it or just, you know, dis- disregard it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the difference of, yeah. of individuals like us that we've really grown and we've taken that responsibility, mm-hmm. like you say, with intention mm-hmm. and saying, you know what, like if I do die tomorrow, and I always think about this all the time now, now that I'm a father. If I do die tomorrow, will I be proud of the person that I was in this mm, life? Yeah. It's crazy to think like if you ask yourself that question every single day, yeah. I think you'll see life in a completely different manner. Absolutely. It's so crazy. Well, it's exactly what she's saying. Like you have to light that fire in you mm-hmm. to like make this your last day. Because if you Pretty don't, crazy. if you, I mean, we can use entrepreneur as an example of like just getting up and trying to do something. But if you're not doing anything, you're not going to learn these things mm-hmm. because yeah. like once you, chase that money and that's like your your tunnel vision of that's all i care about these emotions start building up these stresses start building up these anxieties start building up and you start thinking like okay well this money's not fulfilling me Mm -hmm. like i'm I'm depressed i'm i'm losing friends you that's why i'm saying like i mean your class sounds so cool um just to develop that balance of truly finding what's really important Mm -hmm. and revolving yourselves with people with those like-minded things so hopefully you don't have to go down these same paths that yes. I know we've probably all learned yeah. yes. and are still learning, you know, yeah. but, um, it's just like a, just learning this stuff. Nobody taught like this is, this is stuff they should teach you in school. Exactly. Yeah. You know, school. I have a, so sometimes I'll have ideas and I write like a little voice note to myself yeah. if I'm driving or something. And I remember being in LA driving in Santa Monica and I was just so frustrated and I'm like, <laughs> why don't they teach any of this in school? Yeah, it's and crazy. so I made the auto note and I was like, man, we need to, the school and education system needs to evolve. Like they fully need to go back and address what it is that we're teaching. Why are we not teaching any learning how to handle your emotions, like emotional awareness, right? They don't want you to be independent. Yeah. I, and I know, yeah, exactly. it's so true, but it's like, we're missing out. The system, yeah. Sure. And to be unconscious and to live in this little yeah. like cyclical life. That doesn't produce a fulfilled life. Yeah, like go to school, get a nine to five, yeah. get get a student loan, go in debt, space, <laughs> spend the next forty years of your life paying it off, just so and you know when you're sixty five, you don't have anything. Right. That's literally what they teach you, and it will never change because I feel like the system is so corrupt. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I think it is kind of changing, honestly. I mean, I'm sorry. Not for the better. No, no. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I mean, the system doesn't seem like it's changing, but um, I think people are becoming yes. more Waking aware. Up. Yeah. yeah. Especially with people like you guys, like that kind of. Um, I mean, I can't speak for you because I don't know you that well, but at least mm-hmm. I know you guys were kind of in the same scene at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you guys kind of projected the fitness world. Like you guys mm-hmm. are the OGs that kind of show people you can't influencers are even a thing. You mm-hmm. can make money in this industry yeah. and look at people now, like people are just blowing up on TikTok within days or overnight making hundreds of thousands of dollars mm. and now becoming millionaires with none of these lessons. Oh, they gosh. don't know how to, they're these yeah. young kids with tons of money that don't wow. know what to do with themselves. Wow. You know let's what I'm saying? Ta- let's talk about that for a second yeah. because it yeah, kind of goes yeah, into yeah. what you were mentioning and you, both of you guys how you're like, okay, money's my goal, right? And then you get money and you realize you have anxiety and depression and no friends, right? So one of the first things that I think is really important to do is really identify what are your core values? 
and really ask yourself some questions to find out what those are. Like, what is most important to you? What are those moments in life that like just fill your heart out from the inside out, right? Maybe it's like a hug with a loved one or a really deep conversation with a friend that's like on the same level with you. And what are these different things that make you feel alive inside? Yeah. Ask yourself, when do I feel alive? Is it dancing at a concert with friends, right? Like, what are these things and how often are you doing these things? Is it watching a sunset? Is it going for a hike? You know, what are these things? How often are you doing them? How can you incorporate more of these things into your life as you chase your goals? Because no goal is worth your sanity. No goal is worth the death inside of you, the death of your friendships, the oh, death yeah. of your relationships, exactly. right? So like, what are you sacrificing to get this thing? Exactly. That's so. crazy. You know, I, I, that's why I feel like, you know, we've all attained a, a certain level of success. I think that's where the whole like gratification is tied to the poison of materialistic things. Mm -hmm. Like now that I'm a father, it's crazy. I, I went, you know, Dave and I talked about it too. I went through this whole year of just pretty much my whole life. But the one year that I really realized it was in 2020 where I was living with myself and I was like, yo, like, why am I buying these things? Why mm. am I, why am I, why is like this, this Lamborghini my goal? Like I thought of so many things and I realized what you say, like, are these my core values? Like mm. I talked so much shit about people like this in my entire life. And I'm this person that I'm becoming. Wow. And I was like, yo, like money literally is the root of all evil. Wow. And it's yeah, crazy dude. that like people will say, oh, people who have, you know, people don't, who don't have money, you know, of course they say this, but I'm like, dude, I've achieved that. I've mm -hmm. seen it like in myself. Mm -hmm. And like ever since, you know, the end of 2020, like all of 2021 this year and beyond, I have probably been, probably been the most frugal I've ever been in my mm. entire life. And it's been amazing. So, so crazy. I love that you share that because I think it's really transparent of you to share that. And yeah. I think there's a lot of people that can identify with that, right? Yeah. Like getting to that point and realizing that that's not what makes you happy. And to the comment, money is the root of all evil. I actually think that it's the way people use money and what money that can too. do people to yeah. do what money can do to people. Cause I imagine, you know, you're on this like personal development journey. You have yeah. come through these realizations within the last two years or so. Imagine the evolved version of you in 10 years, what yeah. he would do with the same amount of money. Yeah. Right. Like you would probably use it differently. Now that your core values have been aligned and changed, you probably wouldn't go after that Lamborghini or whatever, or, or maybe you would find a way to do it. Right. But yeah, you would yeah, also yeah. be doing these <laughs> other things. Thanks. So I really think that I actually think that money is incredible. It can do a lot of good. Oh, definitely. But yeah. I think it definitely comes down to the person. And like you're mentioning, if it's kids that don't know their core values and don't know what they're doing, like chances are they're probably going to go down a rough path of learning these things. Yeah. But somebody who knows who they are is, you know, sure in their core values and has a lot of desire to do good in the world. They could they could do some good, yeah. good things with, a lot, with a lot of money. And that, yeah. That's kind of one of our goals with this podcast and the studio is to mm -hmm. actually you know, build something that gives back towards people. Yeah. So that's like literally one of our goals. Like we've learned, you know, you're, you are correct in that, in that like money does just reveal your true character. Mm, yeah. So like David was saying, fast money to young kids mm. can taint them. Absolutely. Really, really quick, or, despite their core values. Yes, but it also could um, kind of skyrocket them to learn a lot faster. That's yeah. It, you yeah. Know? And I, I think what you guys are mentioning, it comes down to the person. Cause I've definitely yeah. met some young yeah. people yeah. and I'm like, man, I wish I had your mindset when yeah. I was your age. Oh, dude, yes. <laughs> like, right? I, I, I've developed yeah. all of this or like a, a more of a mature mind in the last four to five years. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was 21, I've, 
I was an idiot. Like I was so <laughs> oblivious to, I mean, I was still like a more elevated than like, I would say a lot of people and more aware, but still like there's just, I think as a, um, a spe- brain, a, yeah, yeah. like as a species and like a Your brain also wasn't fully developed yet. Yeah. Like 26, right? But 20, still, man, like there's, yeah, there's kids that are like, crazy. that I'm referring to like in TikTok and um, blowing up on YouTube. These kids are in high school or like just getting mm. into college. They're 19, 20. And a lot of these kids are seem a lot more mature than I was. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and that's why I said, I think it is evolving mm-hmm. because I think they now have um, role models to look at. That's cool. Yeah. You know, because I never had that. Like whenever I was watching YouTube, like it was, I really started watching YouTube with like fitness and mm-hmm. y'all were the first people, like y'all's generation of people, mm-hmm. like Christian Guzman, all these guys were the, the only people I had to like look up to. Mm-hmm. And now there's, they're everywhere mm-hmm. and they're young. That's the benefit of social media too. You know, that's the good side of social media. Yeah, where, absolutely. Where things like this can be expedited yeah. to us, like learning values, because we're speaking now mm-hmm. on a mainstream platform that like how, you know, how to navigate, how it. to navigate it, like how many mistakes we made. So like, you know, now I have kids like, um, you know, this, these super popular kids that have an insane amount of clout, they're reaching me for tax advice. Oh, cool. You know, I'm like, okay, right? you're 21. That's great. When I was 21, I was, I was not <laughs> asking for that, you right. know? So what you're talking about is great because it does mm-hmm. expedite the, it can, it yeah, can the readiness of like, you know, to be prepared for real life scenarios instead of just buying a bunch yeah. of aimless shit, you know? Yeah. And I like what you said about social media because you're right. People basically have mentors at their fingertips at all times. hundred percent. Right. Just yeah. go to yeah. their podcast, go to their yeah. YouTube exactly. channel, consume go all of their content. They can now like, I mean, it's, I mean, your podcast sounds amazing. I have to check it out. Yeah, yeah we definitely need do. to. But, I'll um, have you guys on it too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, it sounds like you can really give a mentoring mm-hmm. mindset to people, which I never had at my, or at least I didn't think I had at my expense because yeah. social media wasn't a thing, you yeah. know? And I, I yeah. grew up with a single mom that was always working. So I kind of like had to fend for myself, you mm. know? But now I know a lot of these kids, if they're interested in, and a lot of kids are, everybody wants to be a YouTuber and a TikToker mm. and want to make money on social media, but they mm. can watch people go more likely you're going to go down a proper path to mm. like not go through all these troubles oh, and, yeah. and tribulations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So true. I was talking with a competitor friend of mine on my podcast the other day and we were sharing how when we started competing, there was not that much to look up to. So yeah, we made some pretty poor mistakes. Yeah. Like the whole post show, all the treats, all the oh, food. Yeah. Oh, where, let me get those dozen yeah. donuts in my yeah. face. Whereas yeah, yeah. like, you know, if yeah. you see me at show one, show three compared to like the 20 or 21st show that yeah. I did, you know, those shows, wow. I have no treats with me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. So like it, I, I matured a lot. I evolved a lot in my journey, but yeah, I think now kids and people starting, you know, they have so much to look up to. They have 100%. so m- much good information out there, good mentorship, good leaders that are leading the way saying like, Hey, maybe you shouldn't order 20 bags of Oreos and, yeah. you know, eat all the cake after a show. <laughs> but there's also a lot of bullshit out there too, because That's true. with all this information, yeah. you got a lot of bullshit and a lot That's of, true. a lot of facade, and I think you just have to, you have to find the person that really embodies what yeah. it is that they're sharing. Yeah. Not somebody that is creating content for the pers- purpose of creating content. Just like entertainment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But somebody that is really embodying what they say. Right. 100%. Yeah. So I know you're a Texan native. You went to A&M. Mm-hmm. But whoop. Yeah. <laughs> is that y'all's thing? Yeah. A whoop? Yeah. Well, no, it's like a whoop. A whoop. Oh, okay. Whoop. Got it. So, <laughs> it's supposed so, to like whoop. So after, okay. so after Texas, um, you moved to uh, L.A. Mm-hmm. for seven years, you said? Seven years. So wh- what made you come back? 2020. Oh. <laughs> COVID? Yeah. Oh, okay. So 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. do you guys censor at all or no? Nah. Can you speak so, freely? We did with our last guest. I, I don't. Just because, like, yeah. she was saying we can get a lot of strikes and maybe yeah, a shadow ban. Yeah, but, okay, I got you. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean you can say things like COVID. You can say things like the illness or whatever. <laughs> but too, it's too late now. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's already in there. Yeah, you so, can bleep it out, people. Yeah. know. just put a little. <laughs> so, so. Yeah, I'll shit. Yeah. So, so what is, like, and, and that kind of goes directly with, like, politics. So we talked about this a lot, too, David and I. When you're, an ind- when you're an independent business person, you own mm-hmm. your own business, whether it's multiple or single, you know that you have to directly or indirectly get involved with politics because it affects you in some shape or form. Mm-hmm. Like how has, I mean, obviously it's affected you now that you're back here again, but like kind of talk a little bit about that mm-hmm. and uh, what it's done for you. Yeah. So, and <clears throat> I mean, to answer your question in 2020, I, or 2019, I would have said that I don't see myself leaving LA. I loved the weather. I love the ocean. I love the mountains. I loved my life out there, but then 2020 happened. Everything shut down and everything honestly went to shit. Like LA is a lot worse than what even the news is telling you about. Wow. I mean, there are people going around in in groups of people like gunning people down and going to the nicest places in Beverly Hills and at gunpoint, taking their things from them and sometimes shooting them. Like it's, and it's not a rare occurrence. This is happening all over. I know multiple people, yeah. friends of mine and friends of friends who have been attacked and beaten. And like, it's a very common thing. Wow. LA is not okay. It, <laughs> wasn't there, there's a, I mean, it's still happening now. There's a period of time where, cause San Francisco doesn't have the laws of like shoplifting or something. Right. If it's under like 900 and something dollars, Dude, so like right under a thousand, you don't get in trouble. There's video. Wait, 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 there's what? There's video. Oh, of people of, like running out with clothes. Yeah. In okay. Louis, I've seen that. Louis Vuitton, yeah. Gucci, like. Wait, so you're saying if I go into a store and I uh, take about $900 worth of merchandise and run out the door, it's a, slap, but you'll still get a ticket and get arrested. Slap or? on the wrist. Why, why is there's that? no they're not pressing charges yeah. they're not putting you in jail this is this is a new implementation or this no. has always been a thing no it's a it's a yeah it's no it's been. it's within covid so it's a oh, really? newer it's so a newer implementation so they're pretty much saying hey we know you guys don't have enough money go steal some shit and we won't punish you for it like purposely incited yeah, yeah. i mean that's what oh. it sounds like yeah, yeah. oh 100 yeah i just wow, what? during that time i became very aware to how the you know the government was really being run over there and i did not agree with pretty much any of it yeah. wow um there were so many different things that happened throughout the course of 2020 that i decided to move early 2021 yeah. uh, and i came back to texas i wasn't sure where i was going to move i actually visited a few different places um, i thought about florida maybe tennessee and when I went, I was like, these places are all right. You know, Tennessee wasn't totally my place to live, fun to visit, but not to live. And then I came home to Texas and I was around my family for two seconds. Yeah, and I was like, like this is it, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I haven't been a large part of their life in the last seven years. And mm-hmm. so being able to come back and like just stop by my dad's house or, you know, have my nieces and nephews over for a sleepover or yeah. something is some of the most like treasured moments in my life right now. So I'm really thankful to have that back. But Yeah. So I moved back and with politics, it's, you know, something that I've never spoken on until 2020, really, because I I didn't feel a reason to, you know, I didn't feel like I needed to speak up. I honestly didn't really feel too affected. And I feel like I kind of had a little bit of an awakening as a person. And I realized how important it actually is and how affected you can actually be living in L.A. We were affected so much in the way that we lived our life. And when I would travel to all these other states, the whole, you know, 2020, Mm -hmm. I traveled the whole year. Um, I realized that depending on where you live, you can literally have freedom to live your life in a completely different way. I think or I was, not. I think I was seeing your stories like in Venice Beach and there was just like, bro, there was 
hundreds of tents yeah of just people living there mm-hmm. and they weren't homeless like two months before right yeah wow. well i think it's a mixture of both i think right, a lot right, for sure but i think a lot of the homeless like migrated there but i do think that the homeless population increased for sure um and so yeah sad. it's it is sad <laughs> and it's you know the, it's a difficult situation right because there's some people that you know don't want to be in that situation and it's really unfortunate that they've found themselves there there are some that deal with like mental illness and are like stuck in it so you think they want to be there but they're just they need help right yeah i mean it's a huge issue and it's hard to separate who's who totally and yeah. then you have those that are inmates that have been let out of prison for x y and z reasons that don't make any sense whatsoever at all who normally end up right back in prison for hateful and very tough crimes um, you have them out of prison with nothing to lose. Oh, they yeah, know they're going back to jail. They have nothing yeah. to lose. So it was a very hostile environment. And, you know, being a female living alone, I was, I felt unsafe. Yeah, Cause you were right on the beach. 7. I remember I went to your, your condo and yeah. it was like literally a street away from the boardwalk. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And it was rough because, you know, there were three women uh, that I remember that were, you know, raped and murdered on the street that I walk every single oh day. God, wow. You know, Holy. so like it, it was brutal out there. That's and crazy, man. It wasn't like this fake anxiety in my head. It's like I walk out of my apartment and there's a, you know, men there and there and one person's shooting up and they're like barking things at me and like, you know, all, I always had to be on guard. Wow. Yeah, it was just, up. yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing is living in Texas, I can be strapped oh, up yeah, now. Exactly. <laughs> in your car, we got straps now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, I think in this day and age that we're in right now, I, I have been very vocal about where I stand on certain issues and what I think about this whole world situation. And for me, it's so much more than a political thing. It's so much more than the surface level meets the eye. I really believe that what's happening and I I feel that I know what is happening is a big spiritual battle between good and evil right now. And it's being manifested in different ways. And I think there's a huge attack on family structure. There's a huge attack on gender. There's a huge attack on all of these things that God created for good purpose that are being manipulated and twisted for the purpose of evil, straight evil, right? If you want to talk about like human trafficking and sex trafficking and the whole issue. We can go on all day. Yeah, that that people don't even want to address. They shy away. They don't want to talk about it. And it's like, what if that was your daughter? What if that was your son? What if that was your sister? Right. Like this is not a thing that is uncommon. So, yeah, I'm very um, strong hearted about what I believe. I'm very vocal about it because I believe we're in a day and age where you cannot not be vocal about it. Yeah, because because if you if you listen to the news and you really pay attention to what's going on, they'll never tell you to um, be together because they know the strength Mm. in numbers. Right. Mm -hmm. They're always talking about like, for instance, oh, you don't have, you know, um, that um, mm-hmm. then turn your family away. Right. Like literally yeah. on the news, they'll be like, turn your family away. It's like, yeah. what? Yeah. I, I can't see my family. And it, you know, what's crazy is that a lot of my family thinks like that. Wow. I cannot go into my cousin's house mm. unless I have that. Wow. Uh, unless you have like the, the needle. Yeah. I, unless I have the needle and I can Damn. show it. My Damn. cousin. My yeah. very endeared cousin. And that's scary, man, because a lot of so people crazy. are in that space of that, of that mindset of just being a sheep, so dude. It's, yeah. it's like, and being so scared and, yeah. you know, and you actually have compassion for them. Like, imagine living your life so yeah. scared, so believing of what you're being shown on the news. Yeah. Now they're saying it doesn't even work. A hundred percent. And like you see and they, companies. And they won't even care. Yeah. Oh, huh. yeah, that's huh. true. Be like, they, they, yeah, if you tell them that, like, hey, look, look at this article where they're saying, hey, you, you have this thing, but you can still get it. Like, no, no, no. 
Well, dude, no, I'm protected, but I I won't be as as sick. I I won't you know I won't die from it. It's like eh, these people. I don't know about they're that. not. It's not even worse. It's not even worth arguing with these people because you just waste your breath. They, yeah. they they have their mind made up. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's so sad. Yeah, and that's the thing is like I found I I don't desire to argue with anyone. And yeah. like you have full you know you can believe what you want to believe. That's yeah. totally fine. 100%. I'm gonna be over here. I'm gonna share my truth, right? And I think when you lead with truth from love, I think it's very impactful. Maybe yeah. not in the moment. But in the future, when things are, sh when light is shed on what's actually happening, they're going to remember who was a loving space for them. Right. Yeah. Right? I mean, look at like uh, uh, UK. Now mm. they're, they're treating as like, oh, it's, it's, we have to live with it now. It's good. Yeah. And UK was one of the strictest ever. And they're like, oh, no, I think we're actually going to start to just disband. Yeah. They're like, and, we just have to live. And life. the only country that's still going on with this is us. Like mm. literally the most like free country mm -hmm. that ever lived we're still going on with this it's crazy i think yeah. about my family that were you know fighting the world war right yeah. and like what they would think about today about us just so blatantly giving over our freedoms to who political leaders are you kidding me right. like yeah. absolutely like not joe byron, By <laughs> joe byron. <laughs> <And> byron. <laughs> <laughs> who are you going to call so, so, so why do you guys think people are like this like i mean we'll see stuff on social media Mongering. we'll just swipe and you'll see big articles like this but a lot of people just like oh i'll swipe past it you know like i mean at least for what i'm kind of referring to is i yeah. follow this page called save the reef i don't know if y'all follow oh, this page yeah, absolutely. Mm -mm. but like you'll see like finning where they like they like just um like poachers go out and like take dolphins and just like fin them or sharks and the there's shark like, fin like asians they drink oh. shark fin or just like animal brutality yeah. oh, wow. big natural disasters I that happen across the world but it, this is stuff that's actually happening mm. but i, yeah. I want to get y'all's opinion of like why y'all think a huge majority of people, including myself, unfortunately, mm -hmm. kind of like don't take action because they don't think it affects them. So exactly. The exactly. And that's why I yeah. said with her when she was in L.A., I think she got it. She said she didn't really take a big foot into focusing on politics or even mm -hmm. like giving it attention yep. until it what? affected me until it personally affected her. And I think now a lot of people with covid, they're seeing this stuff firsthand. They're being locked in their house for days, months. And they're like, dude, the fuck's going on? Yeah. Like seven dollar gas. I saw you know? Javon posted yesterday seven dollar gas. Now it affects them. Yeah, right. You know, now they're like finally because whether you like it or not, everything that the government does in some shape or form does affect you. However mm -hmm. long it takes you to directly feel yeah. it, exactly is another thing. And that's what like you know we are as individuals like grown up and more awakened. Mm -hmm. We know that it's gonna affect us. We don't want to wait till the day it yeah. directly affects us because we <laughs> right. know it's gonna affect us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's just the truth and the light that like we're like everything that's going on like the Russia thing, mm -hmm. the Ukraine thing, the China thing. Like we know exactly what are the repercussions right. of that immediately. We're right. not trying to wait. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. Yeah. But, but but to be you know that. A lot of people don't. Man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and that's like, why I think it's, it's actually, also choosing to recognize it, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, but that's why I think it is important to speak on because yeah. I was a part of that group of people that was pretty ignorant to what was going on, and it wasn't a chosen ignorance. Yeah, I just like I've been on my own since I was 16. Always worked multiple jobs. I've always been in my own bubble, Same. so to speak. Yeah, so yeah. I just I didn't really even know that like, hey, I should pay attention to this. And until yeah, it started yeah. affecting me, and I was like, yeah. wait, what? And then I yeah. started educating myself. So. You know, for those people that are just unconscious right now, I hope conversations like this just kind of like spark some questions, you 100%. know, spark some thoughts so they can start going down that path. And then for those, there are those that choose ignorance. I mean, I've met some people, yeah, especially dude. in L.A., that were like, 
I'd rather just be ignorant. And they deliberately chose ignorance. And I was just like, these are not my people. Oh my <laughs> yeah. Gosh. I mean, there, there's like in news articles where people are just like, I don't want to read that right now. You know, it's like, but why? Like, why? Like, why don't you want to be educated? You know, because the truth of the matter is that like everything we do is directly controlled by up above, like the 5G towers. Mm-hmm. I think I I think I talked about this in 2020. Yeah, and go, I, go in depth with this because I I know you know a lot about this, and so, I definitely want to hear more about. Okay, this. Okay, so in 2020, because sure. I was really embedded in the industry. In 2020, I posted a, an article about the 5G towers, mm-hmm. right, and that how the radiation is going to directly be associated with our daily things and the needle. It's directly mm-hmm. associated. People mm-hmm. choose. I lost really? 10,000 followers that day. Mm. 10,000. So. I remember really? it was a video of a guy that worked at, uh, I think, AT&T, and he was implanting um, a 5G device into the cell tower, and he opened it, and it says CV19. Oh, yeah. I have, remember I, I posted I've, I've that, and, and I literally wow. lost 10,000 followers that day. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just reposting an article. Mm-hmm. Immediately, I didn't know what shadow banning was that day yet, but it <laughs> happened. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah, right? yeah, so, it's a party over here. Oh, yeah, this was 2020, gosh. and... Um, you know, and then I started like researching more and more about it. I was like, the 5G is going to happen whether we like mm-hmm. it or not, yeah. right? So then what do you have now? Planes are being grounded. Thousands of planes are canceled. Flights are canceled because they're turning on the virus or the turning on of the of the 5G, 5G. towers. Mm-hmm. I was like, if... if So what, it's interfering with the flights? Yeah. So I said the, the radio mechanisms, right? So if the 5G towers can directly ground a 747 plane... What do you think it will do to our brain? Yeah. What do you understand? Like, like that's a good point. People don't understand the mm. the power that this has, and so wait, was it yes. So, so are are you discussing this and kind of pointing towards like mind control? A hundred percent. So if you think okay. about like what happened, hundred percent. He's like, okay, let's go down this right. path. So, so I'm yeah. glad you asked that. Right? So, yeah. so yesterday, this was when they turned on. Uh, the the five G right yesterday? and they're like yes yesterday was the day that they were turning it on January nineteenth wait really yeah I did not know this yeah so yesterday they turned it on and this is why they're saying a lot of people are getting uh, getting sick so they directly turned on the towers yesterday and that was the same day which was yesterday that the prime minister the British prime minister came on and said we're just going to accept this now as a normal sickness. What are the wait, 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 what wait, are except the, what is a normal sickness? The side effects of 5G or no, no, the virus? No, no, the virus. virus. So what are the coincidences that this is happening? Because now we know that this is a trickling effect, right? You have your six levels of you know releasing this, right? First, it's it's the mm-hmm. the, the fear mongering. Mm-hmm. Second is is spread it through the outlets. The third is, I mean, dude, dude it's crazy what is happening right now. And mm-hmm. it's a much big, bigger skeptical spectacle than I, than anybody can ever grasp mm-hmm. because the elites control everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and, it's... and when you talk about it, these things really could be happening, but it's so big yeah. and so like unfathomable. It's, mm-hmm. You sound like a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist. Well, here's the thing. Conspiracy theorists are really just spoiler alerts at this point. And, yeah, and right? also, yeah, and also yeah. like there are no conspiracy theories anymore because like you say, they've all happened. Right. Like Every, two yeah. years ago, they were all saying that the world that we're living in right now was a conspiracy theorist and yet it's all a reality. So like how long are we going to keep just believing the lies from the media that anybody that thinks outside of the box, that thinks outside of the mainstream idea is a conspiracy theorist. A hundred percent. I call bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) No. Yeah. The 5g thing is absolutely 
insane. I mean, it's inevitable, right? Because so, if you told someone, hey, you're going to be stuck in your house for nine months, no one's going to go to work, grocery stores will be shut down, food shortages, you won't be able to get toilet paper. You're a fucking conspiracy theorist. So you, dude, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look where we're at now. And yeah. Look where two years that they just took so away true. from us. And you know what also is crazy? They're saying that with this whole Neuralink thing that Elon Musk is building, the chip inside your brain. <laughs> you always go back to this. Oh, they're saying <laughs> that Elon Musk has never been about the good of mankind. What? E really? That they say that Elon Musk is just another Jeff who's, Bezos. Who's they? Right? <laughs> like, I, I have all these questions. Yeah. So, so these conspiracy theorists are just like, oh, okay. they form all of these, like, uh, how do you say it? Like, um, narratives, theories, narratives yeah. of like, okay, well, what is, why is Elon Musk so... Uh, purposely bring trying to bring us to Mars when we haven't even explored all of Earth. Mm -hmm. Earth has so much. I mean, the sea is like 95% uninhabited or like we don't even know what's going on. <laughs> like it's so crazy. Why are we so trying to get into space and mm -hmm. Mars? Well, I can touch on that if you want, but... Okay, well, I yeah. mean, NASA started yeah. as a space project too, but then yeah. now they... You know, uh, they started as a what ocean project and now they're in space, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they found out what was really going on there and they didn't want to tell anybody. But they're also saying that Elon Musk is just a narcissistic individual that has no, I don't, I believe in, I don't believe this. Okay. has no like bearing for what mankind is going to go through. He's warning us about AI, right? Yeah. He's, he's warned us for years, but we're still going through it. But Elon Musk is also an individual that's pushing for AI. Because it's inevitable. Mm -hmm. And, and, and yeah. if, if someone's going to be in control of it, right. I think he's. I mean, I guess in a way, narcissistic, a narcissistic, what he's like, if it's already going to happen and we all know what's going to happen, I want to be in control or, or have a big part of it. That's we, bad. We're kind of all narcissistic to a certain level. It's like yeah, a spectrum, right? right? And yeah, I feel like to achieve that level yeah. of success, you kind of have to be Absolutely. like, you need to have a little bit of that. Now, whether yes. you use that for good or evil yeah. depends on the person. And I don't personally know him. So yeah. I'm not too sure about I that. Believe, I, mean, I believe in that he's good and bad, but I, I also don't believe that individuals of that level ever have any good intention for the whole entire society. Like it's so hard to truly believe that someone can get towards that level and do a hundred percent. That is good. It's just some, maybe the bad has been shed and covered so much that we don't even know. Yeah. I, mean, you, I think good can sorry. reach full level. I do. Yeah. No, I, think, I agree with you. hundred percent. And I, I don't know about him, but yeah. just in general, yeah. like I think that the good of the good will be pushed to the top. 100%, yeah, God, and, for sure. And sometimes bad has to happen, mm -hmm. unfortunately. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's why I said that. But mm. I mean, we can go down philosophies of like what's right and what's wrong. But I mean, like sometimes bad things create good outcomes. Unfortunately, sometimes, I mean, I'm not saying that's how it has to be, mm -hmm. yeah. but I'm saying that's just what history has taught us. Like sometimes you have to go through these troubles mm -hmm. to reach this positive end goal. Yeah, and I think that's what we're seeing in the last two years yeah. is that it seems like it's been all bad. But like, think about all the good that's come out of it because yeah. of these things. And it also seems so like scary and surprising. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening in the education system. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't believe, you know, this next thing, right? Yeah. Every day is like, which book of, you know, Revelation are we on right now? What right. chapter? <laughs> but like, the truth is sometimes things have to be brought to light in order for good to occur and for the change to be made in a positive exactly. direction. That's, Trump, that's, that's Trump kind of what I was trying to say. Yeah. Trump 2024. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah. here's the thing. It's yeah. like, in if these things are exposed, now yeah. we have the opportunity to really attack them head on and create a positive change for society. So I think while everyone thinks it's like doom and gloom and the worst of the worst, I actually think that these things are being brought to light yeah. so that the good people can go and create the positive changes that we need to see in the world. Yeah. I, I love these topics because it's uh, such a topic that isn't discussed with a lot of people because a lot of people 
choose, like you say, they choose the ignorance of it. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, I, I mean, I never voted for Trump or Biden, but what I'm saying is like Trump was a conspiracy theorist who warned us about the sexual trafficking, mm, like things yeah. like that. Like yeah. he talked about it in 2017 mm -hmm. that they were going to be out to get him. Like it's crazy. And like you say, like, 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 like with Jeffrey Epstein. Like yeah. That? Yeah. Okay. He talked about that. He was like, yeah. Arrest Hillary. Yeah. Like, mm. so, so you are correct. And, and I, I agree with you that a lot of bad has to come before the good comes. Cause unfortunately Trump mm -hmm. was not yeah. a good person. Like there's a lot of, shitty things that he did but actually he was great like the greater good of like mm -hmm. our country yeah because our country saw immense power when he was in when he was in the chair mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. like now it's like we're belittled by every country it's 100 so what do y'all think are some good things that has affected you guys personally from this whole virus that's happened i feel like the initial time and space from quarantine and when that initially first happened it made everyone stop and pause. And I think that this world Thanks. needs more stillness and more presence more than ever. And I think people actually started to understand what that was. And they started to reflect on their life choices, reflect on their relationships. And it made them take a good hard look at what path they were on. Too many people were caught up in this unconscious cycle headed towards a direction that they have no idea about. They're just in this cycle, this unconscious pattern, right? So yep. this pause made them really stop and reflect and be like, why am I going down this route? Yeah. Why am I selling my soul to this company to get a promotion when I actually don't even like my job? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I sure. think it allowed people to get still, get present and make some real life changes. Like so many people that I know quit their job or opened a business or, you know, moved to a new place and just had these massive life changes that would have never happened had the world not stopped. Yeah. Yeah. You want to check if it's still recording? Yeah, it is. No, we're good. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I, I actually was just working <laughs> with a realtor yesterday and she's probably close to 40 or maybe even over 40 super sweet lady and she was saying like i mean she's able to now do this job because she was work, she was a full-time nurse at md anderson i believe that's correct um but she was able to take on this whole new journey because she's got two kids and she wants to be able to stay at home mm -hmm. and work a job and covid kind of created that opportunity for her to like get yeah. her license and so i mean there's definitely beauty and sometimes the worst case scenarios. It's just a matter of like how you look at it mm -hmm. and how you choose to like handle your time. Because if you, you could be just depressed and bitching and moping and groaning the whole time of, oh, the world hates me. This yeah. has ruined my business, but there's always a way to bounce back. Mm -hmm. It's really yeah. just kind of like what you said, your mindset and just ultimately sticking to what you believe in and revolving yourself with those types of people. And at the end of the day, something good will come out of it. Just, that, just that, time. That's also the beauty of our country. Mm -hmm. Like we can go we have the freedom to do that. Dude, yeah. we can wake up yeah. the next day and be like, I want to start a business. Mm -hmm. We have so many luxuries that a lot of these countries wish they had. It's yeah. so amazing. That's so true. Dude, like we're all multiple business owners. Like mm -hmm. you can't, that's a powerful thing in yeah. pretty much every other country besides yeah. the United States. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Like we've seen, I mean, I'm sure you've traveled, I've traveled and you've traveled. We're just blessed, dude. Dude, so well, like, much. like even in Southeast Asia, when mm -hmm. I go, I'm just like, wow, like, damn. Like, well, that's why it's kind of crazy when you hear in the news or you hear that these like athletes or whoever they are think that they are so oppressed in the United States <laughs> oh, yeah, of America. Right? <laughs> they think they are so oppressed, yeah. right? And so yeah. discriminated against. And not to say that those things don't, don't occur. They absolutely do. No, but of course. to think that as a country, we are so oppressed you're insane. Like go take one yeah. trip to any other country that is living in communism. And you tell me again, how you're oppressed, getting your massive ass paycheck as an athlete, as a, you know, artist, as whatever it is that you are 
Tell me again. Tell me again. Dude, I listened to that that Joe Rogan podcast with that chick that fled uh, North Korea. Oh, and she she said, she said, uh, or he said, or she said, you know when you're oppressed when you don't know when you're oppressed. Wow. I was like, damn. I was like, (laughs) holy shit. You know you're you you know when you're oppressed when you don't know you're oppressed. Yeah. Hundred wow. percent. Because like, it's so bad that you think that I that's just, got chills, just like, normal. Yeah. That podcast, yeah, bro. that's wild. It's insane. Like, and just, they come here and they're like, "Oh my gosh, y'all can turn your lights on at eight p.m." Like, what? Yeah, you can go get a haircut crazy. when you want. You can choose your own hairstyles. Okay, yeah, and wow. that is why I think that when we start to see the government and especially like this administration impending on our freedoms, even though it seems small in comparison to something like that, it's the back back end agenda that's yes. happening. Like that's when we have to say, oh hell no! Like you cannot have this small inch up front because yeah. we know where your goal is. Exactly. We know where you're headed, and there's yeah. no way in hell over my dead body that I will yeah. allow our freedoms to be taken that like way. Like Jen Saki was saying, we're trying to oppress like everybody's individual rights. Mm-hmm. I think she said like two days ago on a it hearing. It did stop. One second. Okay, so it just stopped right now. Cool. It is so cold. I'm freezing. <laughs> Wait, is the heater off? Fuck. Yeah, I, I was starting to, I thought I was just getting chills. No, I'm freezing. It's My actually cold. It's so cold. <laughs> I thought I was getting chills. Yeah. Well, I was on on the Joe Rogan podcast. That shit fucking gave me chills, bro. Yeah. Have, oh my have God. you listened to it? Um, Not the whole podcast, Holy. but I watched her video. Like she has an yeah. IGTV video yeah. that I watched. I like uh, I shared. was driving home from Florida and I listened to the whole podcast. From Florida. Yeah. Please. Panama City with Derek and Ashley nice. and stuff. Okay, cool. I was like, wow, this podcast is insane. That's awesome. She's talking about like, um, it was normal to see like dead bodies on the street being eaten by rats and then people would eat those rats because they had no food. And it just became this constant cycle of like, that was normal. And that's how like, hold on, maybe we should. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, I think we're almost done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe we don't need to talk about it, but yeah, it was it was crazy where she was saying that like that's how you knew now that you're oppressed because that was everyday life, and you can't choose the hairstyle you want. I think in North Korea there's like four hairstyles. You that's can do. crazy. Yeah, it was just taking away that individual feeling. And yeah, and then if you spoke out against like Kim Jong Un mm. and you like were arrested or whatever he punishes your whole entire generation and lifeline forever like your last name will be forever as treason oh you should listen to that that podcast is insane like when you're taking a bath or something you you just want to chill in there for an hour just listen to it it's fucking bananas okay that's wild i'm gonna need a hot bath after this. yeah (laughs) it's it was so crazy like that girl's story i mean she i mean she fled to like China and then mm-hmm. they they use her and then they she fled to South Korea and they use her again. It was that's wild. Scary podcast. Yeah. Right. But I think we have one more topic. Last topic. Yeah, we covered everything except transcend SR HRT. What if we want to talk about that? Whatever you want. Yeah. You did 
I mean, that would be more of like a health fitness journey. So it's like if you feel like you want to go back down that route. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because we haven't talked about that at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, I bet. But how do you know it's going to stop? How do you know it's going to stop recording? Are you going to turn the screen around? This is a good podcast. Yeah. Do you guys have a podcast Instagram? Yeah, Subliminal Thoughts. Oh, cool. Okay. I think we're uploading the first episode today. Cool. Uh, yeah. Congrats. Launch Dang. day. That's exciting. <laughs> We've just been busy with this opening and yeah. getting everything going by putting it up, like the website, mm -hmm. uh, getting on Pure Space, a lot of little nitty gritty. That's awesome. Of course, David does all that, so it's like a lot of nitty gritty. Yeah, no kidding. It's over here. Hey, we should do a podcast. Hey, let's do another one. Let's do another one. <laughs> Not really thinking about him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, sure, bro. <laughs> Dude, podcasts oh, are so good. fun. They are like, so fun. I think that's like my newfound, like, passion is just fucking talking because I like talking. <laughs> it's just talking. But also, like, getting people's experiences is one yeah. of my, one of my, um, podcast is going to be my mentor who's never spoke out cool. and ever oh. ever and he was like he went from like a convict to now like a nine-figure net worth no way and he's like my brother my older like he i call him my older brother yeah he always supports me in everything i do like he was here for grand opening mm. and i was like bro like someone like that has never been in the space ever to talk about shit so one yeah. of my really good friends peter he was in for from 18 to 30 mm-hmm um, and he, Holy shit. yeah. So and now he, like he has a podcast called roll, roll call with Chappie. Um, so he talks all about his journey and he was like a shot caller. So he was like the number one dude That's like, badass. In, in prison, prison. Yeah, yeah. like so much to where when he got out of prison, he saw people outside of prison and they were like, what do we need to do for you? And he was like, you don't have to do that out here. Oh, that would be fucking lit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and so he talks all about that journey and just yeah. everything that he went through and how, I mean, he's now like a millionaire mm -hmm. after being in for that many years. Most yeah. people just give up on themselves. And yeah. so he's really dope. They should connect. He'll he'll actually, he's going to come visit him and his girlfriend uh -huh. um, in like a month or two, I think. Yeah. That so, you know, maybe they can connect. He goes and like speaks to prisons all the time. That's amazing. Yeah. So that, like, now that would be a, because. That the, would be a good podcast for you. Absolutely. Yeah. We're, I, would, I would love it. It's, um, um. One of my buddies that just came down here for the grand opening from LA, he's personal friends with like Zed and Borgor and um, Dead Mouse. He's like mm. all like personal friends with them. He's going to try to get like Zed and Borgor on our podcast. And I was, that would I, be dope. yeah. And I was thinking, I was like, with this podcast, we don't even care. We're not in this business for like clout. We just yeah. want to hear people's stories. Yeah. 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 Because like my buddy, bro, I'm talking about Brent, my buddy, um, you know, he's really in a big space of like celebrities, but he doesn't care about any of that. He's not involved in social media. And he was telling me the story about how he kicked out Dead Mouse of a party, out of a party. His name is Joel. Like Dead Mouse's name is like Joel. Oh, yeah. Shit. yeah, Brent was telling me that like the last night he was here. <laughs> I don't love Dead Mouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he's like Dead Mouse is an asshole. I was at a festival once and I thought that they were just like transitioning to the next person. Mm -hmm. I'm like, when is the next person going to come on? And they're like, He's been on for like 45 minutes. It's dead mouse. I'm like, oh my God, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but he don't put, make sure that's not yeah, out there. Yeah. No, it's in there. No, no, yeah, no. Don't, don't put that I, Emily Hayden. <laughs> I don't know all platforms. Right? Hate, pod, hate dead mouse. Um, so 
Is it good? Yeah, it's we're not good. My, not my taste. Do Sorry. We, okay, so do we know if it's recording? or? Yeah, we're recording? good. Okay, so I guess like the last thing I actually want to talk about is back to the fitness thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, part of your whole life and, and how you've gained success is, you know, initially through your your fitness platform. Mm-hmm. So share with me a little bit about that and, you know, a business called Transcend HRT. Like mm-hmm. what are these things and kind of like, you know, share with us. Yeah, yeah. of course. So yeah, I started my fitness journey. Um, I've always been into fitness yeah. and training and such, but my competing journey was from 2013 to current, I guess. Um, and I've done 20 shows now, which for Shit. anyone is a lot, that's- but especially for a natural woman, that's mm-hmm. a lot on your body. It's a lot on your hormones. Yeah. And I started having some hormonal imbalances, which I didn't realize that that's what that was at the time. But I just struggled really hard. I prepped in 2020 and also in 2021, both unsuccessfully. And that's never happened to me, right? Like I've I've been on stage 20 times. I love what I do. I can always prep. So for me, I was like, what is going on? Like my body is refusing to get in shape. And it made no sense because this is literally what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. It was so frustrating. Um, I remember being in the gym and like, just like honestly crying. Cause I was like, it hurts to move my body. Like this mm-hmm. is not even a hard workout. And I train harder than most guys. Like, you know, like yeah, we would train together. Yeah. Like I'm an animal in it. I love it. Like nice. I just love training. Yeah. And I wasn't able to do that. I wasn't able to train. I was experiencing things like brain fog and depression and it took everything in me to get out of bed in the mornings. And that's not me. Like I am happy and bubbly and excited and can't wait to live life and positive, you know? So for me, like starting to experience all of these things, um, like depression and couldn't lose weight and brain fog. And I felt, you know, jumbled all the time. My words didn't flow. Uh, so many different things that were going on too. energy wise. I was exhausted 24 mm-hmm. seven. I couldn't recover. I couldn't, I had no endurance, no strength in, in the gym. Finally, I went and got my blood work done. And the first few times I got my blood work done, they were like, you know, nothing to be alarmed about. Like Mm -hmm. you're a little low, but nothing to be alarmed about. And so I thought that I could just like check off. Okay, I got my blood work done. I'm fine. You know, they say that I'm fine. So it's just me. And I just felt horrible about it until finally I got a comprehensive blood work panel done where it's every single little detail of every hormone, every nutrient. And when we did that, we got a real good picture at what was actually going on. And I actually, every time a doctor or somebody would look at my blood work, they would be like, Hey, like, are you okay? Cause this is not good. And I'm like, I know I've been telling you guys for so long, like, no, I'm not okay. Wow. Right. And, um, all my hormones were off. Um, something that was pretty bad was my thyroid, which you probably know affects a lot of things, yep. your mood, your yep. energy, your ability to lose weight, your ability mm. to gain weight, like your ability to just do everyday normal things. Um, so that was a main thing. And then pretty much everything else was just off. Yeah. So I decided for me that I wanted to take the completely holistic route and I just wanted to try to heal myself with nutrition, rest, a change in lifestyle, a change in, uh, stress, environmental changes. Right. I moved from California to Texas and I was really on this like holistic journey and I was trying so hard. I was eating all the right foods, doing all the right things. And I just felt horrible. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't changing. I wasn't getting better. And I felt, I got to this point where, you know, the depression and the inability to get out of bed got so bad that I was like, I, you know, I just got to a point where I was like, it's not an option for me to go down this route one more day. Like that's how bad it got. And I knew that I had to create some sort of change immediately. So for me, I decided to take my friend's advice. Uh, One of my really good friends, Jason Poston, 
he was like, Hey, I've been in this game. You know, that's really important that your hormones are in check. I really encourage you to check out Transcend. So Transcend is an HRT company and basically it's hormone replacement therapy. Mm -hmm. So if you struggle with your hormones, if you struggle with any of those things that I mentioned, they can help bring you to normal, natural levels and op optimal levels. I literally feel like I'm struggling with everything that you said. No way. No, seriously. It was yeah, for miserable. Like, for, for like the past like two years, yes. honestly. Okay. And, and it really gets to the point where you're like, because I mean, I, I was like, man, do I have cancer? Do I have like, like what the hell is going on with me? Like no matter mm. what I do, like I... The brain fog is the biggest thing mm -hmm. and the energy. It drives me insane mm -hmm. because like I'll get to the gym and I'm like ready to go. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking be here. Like, yeah, I can't do anything. Like my energy levels are so low. I mean, luckily I'm like a motivated person, so I mm -hmm. still get shit done. Same. But like when it comes to physical activities mm -hmm. and like getting up out of bed, like I'm always so tired in the morning. Mm -hmm. It's so hard for me to go to sleep at night. Wow. Um, yeah, 100% go get your blood work done. Yeah. yeah. And like, and I've gotten my test levels done and like, oh no, you're, you're in the normal range. They always told me that yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I would and love to get more information on this, honestly. Yeah. So here's the thing. Most regular doctors, they will test like such a surface level version of your hormones and they'll say you're fine. Yeah. They don't know to test for every single little detail. They don't know how to do the comprehensive panel. So the thing with Transcend is they have experience with athletes and with individuals that live the lifestyle that we live, right? So they know to take a full look at everything. And their whole goal is to help you live a more active, more happy, you know, happier, better life, to be able to do the things that you love, yeah. have energy for your daily activities, to train hard, to recover well, whatever your goals are, they can help you with that. So yeah, go ahead. And, and, and they're here in Houston? No. So Transcend's an online company. So they have doctors in all 50 states that are licensed nice. in every state. So what's amazing about it is it's all online. So I literally just like filled out my application. I wasn't even sure if I wanted to do it or not. I just wanted more information about this company in particular. Yeah. So I just filled out an application. I got on the phone with them, sent them my blood work, and we talked all about my so, blood work. So how do you send them your blood work? You just go to the application, fill out the application, and they'll either order your blood work for you, which means that they will give you your blood work. You take it to either like Quest or um, what's the other testing? LabCorp. Okay. Which are just testing centers all over. Gotcha. So you go in, get your blood work, and then they get the results. They send it. And they have a doctor, you know, look at everything, prescribe cool. yeah. what you would need. So mm -hmm. it's all doctor prescribed and it's all pharmaceutical grade everything. It's the best grade of everything that you can get so that you can make sure that what you're putting in your body is top notch, good quality and trusted and approved. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah, when, when we're younger, your body could take a beating. Yeah. You know, we, we, we have kind of formed this consensus that when you're younger, even, you know, if you weren't taught properly, that weight loss only involves two things, which is training and nutrition. Mm -hmm. What people don't understand is weight loss is actually three things, training, nutrition, and hormones. Mm -hmm. And hormonal balance is probably the biggest factor that's the most important thing. Because if your hormones are optimal, you only need to eat a, like decently well and you'll yeah. still be able to achieve anything you want to. It's yeah. pretty insane. And when you're young, you have no problems. You don't yeah, got the you stress. Don't, yeah. You don't have these sleep problems, you know, like. Life doesn't yeah. happen. And I've never, never had blood work done. So I, I you never, know, I've never had blood, you know, what? and I, I think I need to do it. I've competed seven times oh and my gosh. Uh, I was like, you know what? I've always been, I've always been natural. Like I've never taken anything. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm good. Like I'm, mm. we're those people that, <laughs> you know, I'm one of those people that like, I don't like going to the doctors. I'm a yeah, holistic I, approach. I know. Nobody I does. It. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Most people don't. Yeah. So it's like. You well, know, that's what's great. You don't have to go into the doctor. It's literally all online. I think I, might, I think I might do it. You just go you know? get your blood no, work yeah, done. No, yeah, I'm 100% going to do and it. And everything yeah. gets sent directly to your door. Yeah. 
So, so like, so what do you get? I mean, if you don't mind, like yeah. what gets delivered to you? Like whatever you need. So for okay. example, let's say that they say that your t- testosterone is low. Yeah. They'll send you your prescribed testosterone with your name on it. So it comes to your door with everything that you need. Wow. If it's, you know, they have different forms, right? So they have like cream form, they have injectable form. Um, they have pills of certain things that you may have to take. Wow. So you and your doctor will decide what protocol you need based on your blood work. That's pretty amazing. So it's all individualized. Yeah, that's fascinating. To yeah, the we person. plugging them up right now. Yeah. Dude, it's the best. Code Emily 20. <laughs> no, seriously though. Yeah, I, th- I think I might do it. Cause I mean, when you're, when you're older, they say like 30 is the age, right? Cause some it's days, so true, some, bro. some and I'm right there. Some days I wake up and I, if I slept on the wrong side of the pillow, I feel like I just got hit by a truck. <laughs> yeah. It's right? freaking insane. And obviously like our minds are young. When you, when you work out all the time, you stay mm-hmm. young mm-hmm. because you just feel like invincible. Cause when you're 100%. in the gym and you're hitting PRs, you're like, Oh, I can conquer anything. <laughs> but like, you're not. Yeah. And I think like part of my ego throughout my years it doesn't been like, want help yeah I, i'm good i'm good like yeah. that's how i am i'm a hoeing i don't know like brandon and kerrigan <laughs> yeah. are, are you know we know them uh-huh. have been you know they've been telling me to get blood work for years and i'm yeah. just like oh, bro, I'm, well I'm here's good. the thing you can always get your blood work and then decide not to do anything with it that's 100%. fine too yeah. you know or you could get your blood work <clears> and say i'm gonna take more vitamin d from the grocery store yeah. right like it's just knowledge and i think knowledge is power i think i need and it can really equip you to make whatever decision is best for you. Yeah, 100%. So I definitely encourage you to do it. One of the best things that I loved when it comes to like the training difference is near the end of me feeling God awful. I would train two days in a row and I would be sore for freaking five, six days. Jeez. I mean, I was miserable and training is one of my favorite things. So I couldn't do that. Now, after a few weeks on everything that I've been on, I can literally train six, seven days in a row if I want, like a fucking animal. Wow. The way that I prefer. And, you, and, and, and your mind feels clear? Like, was it oh like, was gosh. it instantly? No. So I will say, I want to say at like two weeks on, I was like, I feel like I noticed some changes, but I think it's placebo effect, mm-hmm. right? I kind of yeah. chalked it up to that. It was like a small dose and you're thinking maybe it's a placebo? Yeah. I was just thinking like, it's probably just because I'm, you know, now taking some things to make me feel better that I mentally think that right it's not really noticeable and then to the day on week three the number one thing I noticed is like I woke up and one thing I struggled with was when I would wake up my eyes physically would not open all the way (laughs) right like no like literally like I couldn't open my eyes it would take like 30 minutes for my eyes to fully open like that's how bad my exhaustion and just fatigue and just drained I was all the time wow so three weeks to the day I wake up and my eyes open and I and it was instantly I was just like no way, dude. That just happened. Like my eyes just opened like all the way. And I know it wow. seems so small, but like, no, 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 I can imagine. It no, was definitely. so impactful. And then that day, like I'd been traveling, I was in a different state. We went on a huge hike and I was happy and felt good all day. And I was like, I can only imagine what I'm going to be able to accomplish right? feeling this good when I <gasps> honestly, I crushed it when I was feeling at the lowest of my low, right? Like I would put makeup on, I would show up, I would do my podcast and then I'd be in tears the second the camera goes off, you know? So like I showed the hell up when I felt that way. And then I was like, (laughs) with me feeling healthy, I'm taking over the world, man. Right. I'm going to do it now, bro. It's like an ad, bro. It sold me. But it's not even an ad. Like it's just, it's really cool. It's been so cool getting my life back. And that's what I told them. I'm like, you guys help me literally get my life back and get to this place where I feel amazing. So it's like, how can you not share that with the people that you yeah. love, you know? So definitely I encourage you guys to at least get your blood work done yeah. and just see where you're at. Cause you may be like, Oh, I'm good. I'm just being a little bitch and I need to suck it up. 
Yeah, or, that's how I feel all the time. Yeah, yeah. Or you're going to be like, no, there's an actual reason why I feel this way. Yeah. I mean, I know there's an actual reason. It's, yeah. it, and it, you get exhausted. I've been to so many doctors like, no, you're fine. You're fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and with, with the whole COVID thing happening, I'm like, oh, maybe it's just side effects from COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because yeah, I've been battling this for a long time and it's wow. so fucking yeah, bro, frustrating. Please do it. And no, then I'm, text I'm, me and let me know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm 100% going to do it, honestly. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, I've gotten blood work done. They always, everybody always tells me it's all in your head. It's, and that's the most frustrating thing. And mm. it's pushed me away from even seeing anybody now. Wow. Uh, it's like a personal journey where you just feel stuck. Yeah. It's like, okay, like there, I'm fine. It really is like something I got to battle with myself. Mm. Maybe I'm just no, being he, a little bitch, right? Here's you the know? thing. You don't have to sit there and suffer and you don't have to live in pain, whether it's yeah. mental anguish or it's physical pain or it's just loss of energy. It's you don't all have to, of that. yeah, you don't have yeah. to live life that way at all. Yeah. It's a choice. And like, there's no shame. Dude, no, I'm, I'm on. I mean, I've, I've always wondered. Yeah. People always tell me like, dude, you probably have like low tests, but I, but like, I've from what I've seen from tests, I'm above average, mm. you know. But, but there might be something else off. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was, to be fair, that was probably like two years ago before all this stuff even started too. Mm. So, yeah, no, I, I'm 100 percent gonna do it. I definitely would like to get a little more information. Yeah, on absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I so, got you guys. And I think a lot of people need to do this. Mm-hmm. I think it's good just for every, especially if you're a competitor, but just any healthy human, especially when you start getting 25, 30, 35, just get it checked regularly, like once a year or something, and just make sure that there's nothing else going on. You know, yeah. don't wait until it gets bad. Because yeah. what, what you're saying is, and, and I'm also like a huge believer in like um, diseases are hereditary, but there's mm-hmm. ways that you can prevent it. So yeah. what you're saying is also 100% true with being able to prevent things like hypertension or like mm-hmm. high blood pressure or like diabetes that like runs in family. It's like, for me, it's like, I don't think diabetes runs in your family. I think, I just think that you, you're consistently going through the same patterns that mm-hmm. led you towards yes. that. So what you're saying is completely true about like a preventative measure mm-hmm. that can prevent you from other things in the future that your, you know, parents had yeah. or grandparents had. A hundred percent, I agree. So, hey, get your blood work done. Yeah, man. Yeah, see me in episode two hundred. I'm gonna be all shredded. Yeah, <laughs> just talking nonstop. Yeah, so I, filled I, with energy. So I think uh, that's kind of all the questions we have for you. Mm-hmm. Do you have any specific questions for us, like that? I do. You know? Okay, cool. So yeah, let's go. What do you want out of life? Oh damn. <laughs> what do I want out of life? Yeah. Oh, I guess I can start. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, before these two years, I would probably just say, just keep doing what I'm doing and just have, um, just always health and family. Mm -hmm. Um, but now (laughs) what I want out of life is like, I want my life back. Wow. Like, honestly, like I felt so like, I don't want to say depressed cause I'm not, it's not really depressed where I'm like contemplating suicide Mm -hmm. or anything of that nature. It's more so like I have felt so like unfulfilled Mm. mentally and I've felt like crippled mentally and physically for like a very long time and that for me is so frustrating Mm. and it's helped made me develop anxiety Mm -hmm. um it's made me develop horrible sleep horrible just i mean you guys know what like the whole trickle effect this can cause but yeah i mean if that wasn't there i would say just just financial freedom Mm -hmm. and just my family just health and my family Mm -hmm. that's beautiful and i think it's powerful for you to say everything you just said because that's so incredibly vulnerable yeah. about where you're currently at. A lot of people don't want to share where they're currently at, but I think what's going to be really dope is when they're watching episode 20 
and you're a completely different right. no like no, <laughs> no, no really yeah, like yeah. you're there and you're yeah. happy and you're feeling that fulfillment and you're feeling that joy again because that is available and that is where you're headed so I hope that on your hard days you'll remember where you're going remember that vision you're headed towards that version of you that's happy fulfilled you're feeling great you have great energy it's there so just keep walking the journey I think, I'm going to yeah <laughs> thank I, you so much I agree with everything David said I think like all of that and also like one of my life goals is to always give back, like mm -hmm. always be impactful. Like that's kind of how we all started this social media journey. When, mm -hmm. when we all like, you know, in Alphalete, we're like, we want to just impact like a thousand people. We want to just give back to those, you know, a thousand people. And then th th those thousand choose a thousand and et cetera. I think like one of my goals <clears throat> with this business is to be able to do that, but with all of my best friends. Mm, and so like cool. one of my things in life is, having multiple businesses with all of my best friends because I, I always see it as there's no point in being able to fly first class if your best friends have to sit economy right and I believe that there's no such thing in this world as competition I think mm. that everybody can do it together like mm -hmm. whether it's like I'm worth a billion and you're worth you know, a dollar, you have a dollar in your bank account. Like I feel like we can, everybody can do shit together. Mm -hmm. And like part of building this studio, <clears throat> you know, it's a photography business, but it's also a brick and mortar business that can create a culture here. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the, the start. So like we did a, um, an event for a grand opening. We collabed with my, my good friend who owns a car club, car community, um, called Savage. And they're all upper level, super successful entrepreneurs. And I told mm -hmm. him and all of their members that I talked to, they're like, what's your goal with this place? And I said, my goal with this place is actually to build a charity. I, mm -hmm. I want to give people a, a platform to be able to create for those people who don't have the ability to. That's beautiful. Like David and I are, we think alike in so many ways. Mm -hmm. And um, we've always been in the space where we care about people more than we care about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, part of the reason why I think why we got along so well was he also helped me realize that I was becoming this person that I wasn't. Mm. And so when we spoke about it in like 2020, uh, or now and how I was in 2020, my realization, you know, I was like, man, I clouded myself in a lot of ways, like I gave myself brain fog that I didn't even know what my vision was anymore. Wow. And so like starting this podcast and starting this, this, uh, place is to bring people like you mm -hmm. to help build a community together. Mm -hmm. Like we're, I mean, we're going to reach out to, we already have so many guests in mind, but we're reaching out to other people mm -hmm. despite their clout and despite whatever to hopefully be able to say, Hey, in a year, we're building this charity and we want you to come along with us. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the goal with it all. Because our goal was to never build the biggest business. It's, it mm -hmm. never was about that. It was mm -hmm. always about giving back to the people that gave to us. So, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh my no, gosh. That was good, bro. Yeah. Two things I want to point out. One, you have a very abundance mindset, which is yeah. why I think you are going to get where you're going to go because yeah. abundance really is it's out there and if you have that mindset that's exactly what you will attract in your life so that's really amazing yeah. and then two y'all's friendship is special to have somebody be able to have that conversation with you and say hey man this is what i see and just have that honest transparent conversation and for you to take it and be like you know what yeah, yeah. like i think you're right and i need to get back to me 
that's something, man, I don't see a lot of friendships that are like that these days. You know, I see a lot of superficial friendships, friendships of like, what can you get me? You know, let's be friends if you can do something for me. Yeah. But what you guys have, I think is really real and special. I, I see, I see a lot of people build successful businesses and they say, um, you're my best friend. And mm. I look at their relationship and I look at an employer versus employee relationship. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I can sit all day long and say, this guy works for me. He, oh, he's one of my closest friends. But I look at it the opposite side of the spectrum. I'll say, he's not your best friend. Your best friend is someone that you take their skills and you mm -hmm. build something with them mm -hmm. as partners instead of mm -hmm. employer-employee relationship. Mm. So I see the difference in like a lot of people nowadays, especially with social media, it reveals all. Yeah. If you're able to spot the differences, you can see true intention mm. versus just using someone yeah. or something else. Just as like you say, how can you get me here instead of mm -hmm. me, instead of a two-way street, it's a mm -hmm. one-way street. A yeah. lot of people do that <laughs> with their business. Yeah. So I guess like uh, before we conclude this, what do you want out of life? I want the fullness of the human experience. We're only yeah. here for a limited time and I want the fullness of it. And I want to let out every single good thing that is inside of me. I want to let it out. And I want that to impact the world because I really feel that that's why I'm here. I feel that I'm a change agent oh. and I want to be that. And I want to let it all out. I don't want to die knowing that I had more in me. So I want to leave it all on the table. Well, I think you've positive. You're really positively impacted me. A hundred percent. Honestly. Yeah. No, yeah. no, <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, I really, I really liked how we're ending this just because yeah. that's something that's like, really something that's like big in my life right now mm -hmm. that I'm trying to get through. Yeah. Mm. And uh, that I have someone that can point me in the right direction. Absolutely. With like positivity that's personally helped them is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, so yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to hear the podcast. This sounds super cool. <laughs> yeah. Please yeah. check it out. Well, I mean, that's going to conclude episode three. Thank you so much, Miss Emily Hayden for coming on to our podcast. Hopefully everybody enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you guys um, so much for having me yeah. on. It's been amazing. You yeah. guys are so great. And I love that you're building community and I'm yeah. excited to be a part of it here. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. See you on the next one.